everyone. Welcome back to the Rack Show with WSIC. My name is Tim Kelly, and I have Frank Horvath with me. And uh, later on this afternoon, we're going to have a special guest with us. But for right now, we're going to be talking about why we train. So, Frank, how's life, man? Man, doing good. Things have been a little bit hectic lately, but all is well. Everything is moving in a positive direction. How about you, Tim? All good here, man. We just finished up a great weekend of training, and um, uh, yeah, man, life's good. Yeah, cool. So, why we train? So, hot topic for our first segment today. So, uh, Tim, what are some reasons why you train? Okay. So, some of the top reasons I would say for for training, and we talked a lot about this in length uh, last week. Um, we talked about family, right? And uh, self-preservation, that type of thing, being able to stand up for those that right. you know that can't stand up for themselves, and and so my first my first main reasoning in that is is uh, you know protecting my family, yeah. getting the right kind of education I need in order to uh, make sure that that happens. Yep, yeah, I, I can absolutely you know reflect that shadow that you know the we really went to depth of you know reasons of you know why we train and, and you know some of the things that that we do as far as in training. But, uh, you know, my family's paramount, right? So my, being able to protect my family, being able to instill values into my, my, my children, you know, uh, help educate, you know, even my spouse sometimes with, you know, hey, you know, these are some things that um, I have received in, in training that I've gotten from other instructors that I've, uh, that I've observed. Um, and, you know, by doing that, I can share that knowledge with my spouse and we have some, something in common to talk about because she has the same, you know, she, she doesn't train nearly as much as I do, but she has the exact same natural nurturing, you know, idea, right? Natural nurturing mother, um, that, you know, sometimes goes, um, uh, I mean, it goes hand in hand with, you know, exactly what we're doing, exactly with, you know, us as, you know, providers that, you know, we need to do. Right. right. So, so because of that, you know, me being able to share like, you know, some of the things I'm doing on the training journey, some of the ideas, some of the concepts, uh, some of the stuff that, uh, you know, even that I teach from time to time, um, those are all things that help make my, my family unit stronger and I feel more safe. You know, right. so take something simple. Take like um, just awareness, right? Being able to keep your head up and be attentive and be able to look around at surroundings and, and not be buried inside of a, a device. You know, it's one thing for the kids to do that. Um, but at the same time, you know, being able to, you know, say, okay, well in my family and, you know, I'm going to say, say whatever particular word is, but we have a particular word that means something to us. Right. And it's very important. It's only to be said during this you know, specific time, this specific type of scenario. And, uh, when that happens, then, you know, even my kids know, drop what they're doing, pay attention to mom, you know, right. drop what they're doing, pay attention to dad, whatever it may be. Yeah. You know, I, I think um, a lot of people get caught up with the word training and, yep. and they, they automatically, especially in our community, they get like kind of sucked into, okay, well, we gotta, we're going to be talking about firearms. We're going to be talking about gunslinging stuff and that type of thing. But man, there's, there's so much more that goes into it. Like right. there's med, medical education that we should be schooling ourselves up on, like how to apply a tourniquet, how to deal with real, you know, real world trauma, that type of thing. And then situational awareness, Right. you know, uh, one of the things, one of the things I've learned as a parent, you know, especially with my kids is trying to make, you know, make it fun. No, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to like turn my kids into these, you know, <laughs> I don't know, little, uh, little ninjas, uh, yeah, right. little ninjas <laughs> or anything like that, but make it fun. Like, Hey, um, let's play what's in people's hands, Yeah, you know, and, in our line of work where we are always teaching our students is, you know, 
their hands, the people's hands are, are where all the danger comes from, right. right? So whether that be in their pockets, around their waist, or something like that, um, let's play what's in people's hands. So right. when we're walking around in a parking lot or something like that, our kids are, you know, identifying, you know, he's got his car keys in his hand. He's right. got his you know, yep. cell phone in his hand and stuff like that. So and it's a simple game. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. what we're doing is we're teaching them to keep their head up, right? Right. And to watch people's hands. Right. Because heaven forbid one of these days they, they say, well, there's something in that person's hand, but that doesn't look right, you right. know. And, you know, that kind of takes away some of that novelty, you know. Absolutely. Like it, it makes it, uh, it, it makes it a little, a little more... Um, normal, and they're they're not going to be lost in that sense of denial. If yeah. if if they see a tool in some bad person's hand, right. um, they'll be able to quick, hopefully, be able to quicker adapt to it. Right. You know. You know, and something else that um, you know, I, I've heard other people say, and uh, you know, an element of it I can relate to, but at the same time, you know, with training comes you know new knowledge, and you know that kind of builds and builds. You know, looking people in their eyes, right? So, right. how often do we walk around in public? Right. And, and lock eyes with somebody. And then as soon as we see that they are looking at us, we immediately dart our eyes away. Yeah. Right. It feels like, oh, I'm doing something bad by looking at them. Yeah. But man, the eyes are like the gateway to the soul. Yeah. Like, so if you lock eyes with somebody and you're sitting there and you're staring at them, not, I'm not saying creepily. I'm just saying yeah. like, you know, just like observing, right. Being observant, looking around and they have this, this posture, they have this body language of, you know, I'm 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 looking for you. I'm looking for a victim. Yeah. That could be somebody that you need to be watching versus yeah. darting your eyes away. And now, what's it look like to the person that you just locked eyes with, right? So, not being afraid to look around, not being afraid to lock eyes with somebody. Um, it's actually kind of neat, you know, walking around places like, um, uh, again, like Walmart, your local stop and rob, gas stations, whatever it is, and and you know, you know, making eye contact with somebody. And if you come up against somebody who is another responsibly armed citizen and you lock eyes, <laughs> there's there's like fireworks that happen. Like yeah. it's like magic. You're like, hey man, I see you. Yeah. Like I see you. Yeah. Right. And it's 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 kinda it's kinda interesting, kinda unique. But again, really goes down to again the just the training atmosphere. And you hit on it, right? You hit on uh, it's not just you know gunslinging. Right. There's there's so many other things. Um, verbal judo, like I, I, I say it often, but just using your language, using your words, the type of language you use, the the tonality of language, how you're like you know you're um, relaying that information out is just is is so important. And this is coming from a person who, well, in one of our very first EDC courses, I was told to talk right while yeah. doing you know an, a particular drill, a particular exercise, and it came out like <laughs> like I mean I, I couldn't find the words, yeah. right? I couldn't talk. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I, I still can't talk. Check out uh, segment one of uh, the very <laughs> first show, world. right? Yeah, right. But, but anyway, it's, it's these things that, um, you know, there's, there's just so much good that comes from practicing and training yeah. and so much good that you can, you know, help instill values and, and, you know, help share your morals with, with others and with uh, your family, especially, that yeah. it just makes it just so attractive to me. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a... I mean, being a responsibly armed citizen is, is so much more than just carrying around a gun. It's, it's a complete change in your lifestyle. Yeah. You know, um, you start to look at things differently. You start to look at people differently. You start to expect different things from our, a new reality, right. so to speak. Um, I, I think, I think there's just a, a lot of folks out there 
that get lost kind of in this in this state of denial um, or just get lost in how things how they think things should be right. and, um, and and that reality does not does not exist right, right. And, and the other piece is it's it's you know the way that they think they should be but it's be, but they're not necessarily wrong it's just what they've been exposed to right, right? yeah so a lot of people live their lives not un- knowing Right, the other side, not realizing that there's actual evil that's out in this world, yeah. and you know, it, part of our job is to help you know relay that. So we got a break coming up. Um, so uh, at, during the next segment, we're going to go ahead and bring our guest on. We're going to introduce our guest. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about you know who they are. Talk a little bit about um, why they why we want them on the show, right? So um, with that. Uh, Tim, we have any anything else we want to cover? No, no. All right, well, fantastic. Uh, listeners, stay tuned, stay close, and uh, we'll be back right after this coming break. And we are back. Welcome. Back from the segment, this is the uh, Response Wing Our Citizen Show uh, with your host, Frank Wolvac and Tim Kelly. We have a very special guest in studio with us, Mrs. Denny Kazetti. Is that right? Did I say that right? All right, good. I butcher it. So, first things first, Denny, uh, I have a very serious question for you. Why Justin? I mean... <laughs> You, I mean, he obviously did very well and, you know, fished way upstream. So like, how, how did, how did this happen? Oh, he is the greatest person in the whole world. And, um, actually I went against my own better judgment. We actually were set up on a blind date and I didn't want to meet him. Yeah. And my, our friends called him anyways and put him on the phone and, and that was all she wrote. Here that's we are. Fantastic. <laughs> 10 that's, years, two babies. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. I ten, do it again. 10 years? It was 10 years? Yeah, 10 it, years in December we were married. So actually we've been together for 12, 13. That's interesting. So yeah. my, my wife and I are celebrating our 10 year anniversary this year. Happy yeah. 10 yeah, years. Yeah, likewise. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, let's back up. So let's get serious. Uh, so... Uh, we had a conversation, like, so full disclosure, you know, Tim and I came into the studio, we were talking about Justin with some things, Demi popped in, uh, and, you know, brought lunch or something like that, just came to say hi, and uh, we had started to have a conversation, and it was one of those conversations that after Tim and I looked at it and said, I wish that was recorded. <laughs> yeah. It was good. So we're going to back up a little bit. We're going to ask some questions of Demi as far as her point of view. Full disclosure, she has not trained with us. She hasn't done anything. This is, you know, all of these views are completely her own, you know, uh, and we just, Demi, we just want you to be raw. Just yeah. be honest, whatever you feel like well, you sharing. you got the right person. If there's something you don't feel like sharing, just say, oh, pass. Yeah, okay. That's fine. <laughs> all right. So uh, let, let's get into it. So, um, Tim? Sure. So, when we uh, when we first spoke, when we first got to meet you, you were telling us that um, uh, you were telling us that you were a teacher. Yeah. Could you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah. What so exactly I've you? been teaching for eleven. This will be my eleventh year. I teach kindergarten. I have for ten of the eleven years. I taught first grade before that. Um, I was in Uptown for um, five of those years, and I've been here in Huntersville for six. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at Lake Norman Charter. Yeah. Um, it's a wonderful school, and I love what I do. Um, cool. Yeah. So what do you like to do for fun? 
I like to spend time with my family, and um, this summer I've been walking a lot, trail walking, um, really just hanging out with the kids and Justin, and um, the lake is a big thing that we like to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can really We're foodies. That. We like food. We like going out for food. And <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so, and, and you know what it is we do, right? Yeah, you, you know I do know we're, what you do. We're, we're in the, the, the firearms training side of things, right? Yeah. Uh, all things responsibly armed citizen. So ha- have you ever given, you know, self-defense any thought? Uh, you have a background in any martial arts that we are not aware of? I like kickboxing. All when right, yeah. <laughs> pre-babies, I liked doing kickboxing for fun and um, for really just like, you know, exercise. Um, but um, I've, I've always been curious about self-defense. I'm small. I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so it's always been something on the back of my mind. Okay. Yeah. And. So, but I've never pursued it, I guess, besides kickboxing, which right, <laughs> so, me against myself. So, as far as you know, self defense type stuff has so has that something that you know you've ever considered pursuing at all, or is it something that I know you said that was kind of in the back of your mind, but um, is it you know, you know, would, is it one of those things where you know. Now that you have kids, you think about it a little bit more. Or yeah. pre-kids, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Like no, what? it's always it's always really been on my mind. And and anytime it's been brought up, um, I've always been like, oh, I want to know more about that. Oh, mm-hmm. I should I want to look into that. Oh, I should sign up for something like that. But I've just never done it. Right. Um, and then time and babies and yep. work and you know life. Um, but m- more now than ever before. Um, it's something that's really like, I should probably educate myself. So let's ask the big question. Why, why more now? Why are we, why are we just now prioritizing it? Well, I'm a teacher (laughs) today. Um, and we all know how Mm. that's kind of going and the fear and we're having code red lockdowns every quarter at my school. I teach 25 year olds. So that in and of itself. And then, um, I have two small children, and um, I just feel like this world is progressively getting scarier and scarier, and people have bad intentions. Yeah. Not everyone, mm-hmm. but um, I just feel like the world's changing, and maybe not in a positive direction. And um, it would be good for all of us to know a little bit more of how to keep ourselves safe and keep my baby safe and yeah. my yeah. students safe. Yeah. Um, so, so I think you've already started to take the right steps, right? You're open-minded. Yeah. You're thinking more about, um, you know, the the safety of of you know your own personal safety, your family safety. I mean, these are things that again we talk to people all the time that are just not even on the radar. Like, nah, we have law enforcement for a reason, yeah. right? So, um, which which again, no 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 disrespect anywhere. Like, we love our law enforcement. We train a lot of law enforcement, um, but. But when yeah, I mean, seconds matter, they're minutes away. Exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that sounds familiar. But but, but but seriously, like like it it takes a a long time for you know if you can even call them right. Right. Um, the the altercation is probably over right. Right. What um, as far as armed uh, self defense incidences, um, more often than not, it's three seconds or less, and right. the entire conflict is over, done. Um, anyway, all right. Well, fantastic. Um, so. Let's 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 talk about you know like the G word, right? So, so firearms, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Um, do you have any experience? Are you um, 
maybe for firearms, against firearms? Are is there any experience there at all? Are you hesitant? Fill us in. Yeah, so, so. I am for firearms. I uh, we have them in our home. They're in a safe. They're locked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used them with Justin. I I grew up in um, went to school in Asheville, Haywood County. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that I was with um, had hunting guns in the back of their trucks. Mm-hmm. You know that, that recreationally they hunted. Um, so. It's, I've been around it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to use one. I, I, I can do it with guidance. Right. Um, but if you were to hand me a gun right now, I'd probably be very afraid. So um, that's not going to happen. We're just make sure <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that to say, I, I just don't know much about them, but I've been right. around them for most of my life. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I would say that. I mean, that's yeah. a pretty regular comment. Yeah, that's that's something really that we, that's something that we hear pretty regularly. Um, you know, the, you know, we went through and and developed a program, you know, really because of, you know, those statements, right? Because of, um, you know, I've, I've, I've grown up around them. Yeah. But again, with, you're doing things the right way. You're saying all the right words. Yeah. The, uh, at least you're open-minded about it. At least you're willing to admit that, you know, you don't necessarily have the experience or doesn't, don't necessarily have the, the know-how of, you know, if you have a gun in your hand right now, you know, how, how do you'd be able to effectively use it? Um, you know, a lot of people that we talk to don't share that. They don't share that same ideology. They're like, oh, I've been growing, I've been around guns my entire life. I know how to use one. And then you get them out on the range, you're like, whoo, let's go back to square <laughs> one. Um, you know, and it's not because, um, well, it's a couple things, right? So uh, the attitude that they have is the biggest barrier. That's the biggest problem. And then if they do something unsafe or they attempt to do something unsafe, uh, and you stop them and say, hey, man, we're not going to do things like that in this particular way. They get offended. They get, the ego gets a little bit bruised. And then, you know, they'll, they'll yeah. you know, make their own decision from there. But, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot there to consider. So I want to hit on this, uh, this word you just used, afraid. Why would you be afraid if there, was a, if, if there was a firearm present here in front of you? Why would that make you nervous or afraid? Um... Well, because there's a lot of negative associations with it. I'm a teacher again. So even thinking about my students and just the way that my mind has been, if there was a gun in a situation that's not for good in what I'm involved in, um, and I don't know how to use it, and it can hurt someone and and in a very bad way. And so... um, and if it's there and it's not mine, <laughs> yeah. my thought is, is that somebody else is going to use it yeah. to possibly hurt me? Sure. Um, you know, your mind goes a mile a minute. And if something, it's a weapon, um, it's a tool, but um, I don't know how to use it. And so I feel like I've got the All right. lesser hand. What's the word? I'm, You've got the upper hand. If <laughs> I, I'm going to make a very bold assumption here, okay? okay? Uh, it, I'm assuming you don't have a lot of experience behind a chainsaw. No, that's a, that's oh, a good assumption. <laughs> there we go. I did not. <laughs> I, thought, I was not prepared for a, you know. For a, I didn't have a backup plan there, but okay, good. So no. you don't you you don't have a whole lot of experience with a chainsaw. No, I don't have. A... All right, so if I put a chainsaw on this table in front of us, you know what those look like. Yeah. Okay. You know what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. You know that they're a tool, mm-hmm. and they have been and can be used as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Right. Would you still have that same nervous? Yeah, I would, because would why really? would there be a chainsaw <laughs> in the middle of a radio I'm station sorry. table? I would like to introduce you to Frank. Yeah. Yeah. 
Maybe not as much. Okay. okay. And maybe I wouldn't be as fearful because, uh, so going back to my line of profession, mm-hmm. I'd be like, what are they going to do a magic trick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you're, then you're is this a Halloween a stunt? Yeah. Right. Do you okay. do like uh, you know haunted mazes in October? <laughs> sure. I, I think the the point I'm trying to make there with that is is the stigma that's attached to firearms. Yeah, and maybe that that's often, part of yeah. That, uh, this this often slows down the or, or makes someone hesitate to get into training to become educated in firearms because there's so much negative, uh, you know, negative connotations and, um, you know, negative stigmas that are attached to the word gun. I mean, it, it's, it, when in reality, it's just another tool, just like a chainsaw, right. you know? Um, and, and I, I, I feel like a lot of people, I, I mean, they're basing a lot of their opinion and opinions subconsciously, right. Off of, you know, TV, me- media, sure. yeah, um, news. news, that that type of thing, and uh, that often interferes with the uh, that those first steps. Like, I really want to go and educate myself on this subject matter, and they don't they don't want to because they're afraid of it, right? And, and a lot of it just has to do with this this unnecessary fear of an inanimate object. Right. So kudos on you for, for, um, for stepping up to the plate, opening up your mind. I'm eager to learn. (laughs) The, uh, the, the next thing I want to ask is what do you imagine your first session with us being like? Um, like Lone Star where you walk in with the holster. No, I'm (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I would imagine that you guys would, we would look at a gun, look at the parts of a gun, mm-hmm. figure out if it's loaded, if how to check to see if it's loaded, um, probably how to make sure that it's safely locked. Okay. Those are all great assumptions. I'll tell you what, let's talk about it a little bit more when we come back from the break. You're listening to the Responsibly Armed Citizen Show. We're joined with Demi. And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Responsible Iron Citizen Show. We are in studio with Tim Kelly, Frank Corvath, and our special guest, Miss Demi Kazepi, uh, talking about uh, her role and what we think the, um, uh, her first session at Pakistani looked like. If and voluntold that she's coming to training with us, apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, we're going to be starting that soon. So, um, Demi, so you were saying uh, about in the last segment. Uh, some of the looking at first session looks like and those are all active that is something that we potentially but the conversation starts with um, part of what we're doing today is very much like what we do in that first session um, we, we sit down we talk we have conversations like hey what are you interested in? who are you why we want to get into what uh, what your life is you know what your jobs are um, what are the things that are important to you and then so that we can help if you haven't already made make goals and you know, help us help you right um so that's what we're going to be looking forward to that's what we're going to be doing um you know, there's there's a lot of really good information that's out there. There's a lot of really good um, content as far as uh, what your responsibility looks like. But to us, it, it, it starts with having an honest conversation of, cool, do you want to learn how to do that? Why is this important? Or, you know, you 
firearm for self-defense. You know, you have that uh, tool available to you, right? And God forbid you ever had need to use it. Um, so you know, why are we starting down this path? So let's talk about a little bit about your goals, right? Does that work? So what, you know, you, you've agreed to come and train with us. Yeah. Right? So we're extremely excited about that. So what are your goals? What are some things that you hope or expectations, goals and expectations? So what are some of your goals? What do you, what were some things that you think that you uh, would get out of that? What it, would your expectations be as far as on us? And then we can talk a little bit about the latter. Yeah. So um, even talking with you guys that first time when I walked in here to drop off lunch you know I walked trails by myself Mm -hmm. um so I guess a lot of this and talking with you guys and being curious about self-defense in general is like keeping myself safe keeping my baby safe Mm -hmm. what to do in various situations like I want to know how to use a gun but it has a lot more to do with like what do I do in random situations even you guys making mention about like being in your device when you're walking through a parking lot and, you know, like things like that. Like, I'm just very curious about all of those topics and, um, I want to be more educated and, um, aware, which I've been even since the last time that we talked. So I feel like you guys have really like sparked that, that <laughs> curiosity interest, yeah. and interest. Yeah. I'm like, and, and I'm learning. Um, and we've only talked, you know, for 15 ish minutes. So yeah, I can relate. So I'm a forever student. I love love learning, especially when it comes to things about you know self defense law, things of those nature, um, or, or I guess I say that, but it's really anything. Um, I tend to be a jack of all trades, master of none. But you know the uh, <laughs> Tim, am I wrong? Um, so you know, so t- talking more about that. So uh, wanting you know protect your family, right? Yeah. Wanting to investigate a little bit more about that. Um, what what would your expectations of us? Be? be what are your expectations of us so if, when we start get, to get together when we start to work through these private sessions what um as a p- potential student as a prospective student what can we do to help you i want to be better prepared to act instead of react in various situations at my school on the trails yeah. with my children when i'm walking through a parking lot in target when I'm in a situation where somebody has something in their hand, like Tim was saying, that isn't a good thing or like it might be a strange thing, what do I do? How do I act? Yeah. If someone were to have a chainsaw or a gun right here in front of me, what do I do? Like I just want to be better prepared, yeah. I guess. Well, um, and then, of course, it's cool to shoot a gun. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the, here's The cool thing is there's so many other things that are even beyond firearms, right? Right. So what's more likely that you're going to, that you're going to need to use deadly force against somebody or that you're going to need to use some sort of med on somebody? Probably med. Yeah. And you know, that's something that's, that's far overlooked. You know, everyone that wants to be the gunslinger and nobody wants to understand basic med, you know, to, you know, save somebody's life potentially. We're right? very interested in um, that too. I was nursing major before I became a teacher. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I don't prefer those situations, which is why I switched into education, right. but I want to know how to do that and how I, I want to help if I can. And, you know, and we're not by, by medical professionals by any means, right? <laughs> I want to make that very clear. But, you know, there's we simple things. We can point you in the right, direction. In the right, right direction for sure. But, you know, there, there's just we want to expose you to different things that says, hey, you know, these are considerations. These are things that we think that are important. 
the here are the resources to go and, and you know get that training or this is what we can provide um, you know or, or you know tell others about and go from there fantastic so what, what I what I like to hear on this conversation is that this isn't all just centered around the gun. Like when you're talking about your goals and stuff, right. um, it's it's not. I want to be more comfortable with my gun. You know, th- there's there's so much more to it than that. Um, I'm always cracking the joke. We can teach any monkey how to shoot a gun. That's right. not. You know, it, that's that's the easy part. It's um, it's being able to. Um, start to live that lifestyle, be a little bit more situationally aware, understand and, and really um, know how to deal with problems that exist in the community. And he was, uh, <clears throat> he was hitting on, on medical. Uh, there's a lot of different medical classes and a lot of, we've got a lot of friends that, that teach medical stuff. Actually, one of them is John Willis. He'll be coming here next year yeah. uh, teaching, teaching a medical course. He'll uh, be on real, the show. Yeah, real world trauma. I'm sure, yeah, we'll yeah. have him as a guest one of these days. But um, <clears throat> The, the other thing is the goals, right? Well, when, when for, for people first come to us, it's almost like they just don't know, like they don't know how, like what goals they need. They don't know what they need. So that's one of the things that we specialize in is, is trying to help you establish practical goals, right, that, that really fit your lifestyle. So, I mean, you're, you're a runner. You're, you like to go, you know, on trails and stuff like that. And that's fantastic. Uh, it puts it in the back of our mind of you know what kind of tools can can she be taking with her on these uh, on these hikes and, yeah, these, and these runs and stuff, you know. Um, and be comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not just again, it's not just guns. You know, like what kind of medical gear can we can we put on her? Um, you know, what kind of less lethal stuff uh, can you know can we um, supply you with? You know, what can we do to to help um, help you meet? Uh, more practical goals, right? So the expectations thing, that's something that, that I started doing uh, or we started doing uh, a while back, uh, mainly because I, I believe that any relationship that you start should always start with expectations. Right. It doesn't matter if it's a friendship, if it's you know, a, a marriage uh, or, or a business relationship, which that's what this is. Um, you, you should start with some type of expectations. I need to know what you expect out of us so that we can meet those marks, right? And at the same time, you know, you need to know what we expect out of you, right? Right. That's that's what makes this process so much more efficient, right? So you said your expectations were to, uh, to, to help you learn and grow. Right? Those are rather broad. Could you hit on just like some some more like pinpoint something. Um, okay. So I liked how you said situationally aware. Mm -hmm. So my, my, um, goals or my expectations are that you guys would help me, um, be more aware and able to, like I said, act instead of react in all of these different, um, situations. Okay. I think we can do that for you. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's definitely some one of the things that we first start covering is is um, is is reaction versus you know um, you know when you're being dealing yeah right. yeah being being proactive and dealing with specific scenarios but we have some some expectations of you the first one's uh, to be as careful as you possibly can be with the understanding that safety is a skill set you know what right. I'm talking about Safety I being think a skill so. set. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So safety is a skill set. Um, 
it's not something that you, you, you're born with. It's not something that's embedded in your DNA. You know, you have to, you have to learn these uh, safety skills. You have to learn how to safely handle a firearm, safely handle a can of pepper spray, you know, uh, or properly use a tourniquet. Uh, So be as careful as you can be with the understanding of safety as a skill set. The next one is keep an open mind, which you're doing a great job yeah. with Thanks. already. Fantastic. So, right. <laughs> so there, there may be some things, you know, um, uh, that, that may be contradictory to what you've learned elsewhere. Uh, just know that we have your best interest at heart. Don't be afraid to ever ask us why. Okay. Right. But at the same time, just keep, keep an open mind. I'm good mind. at that. Yeah. I'm good we, at why. <laughs> we love, we love those why <laughs> yes, questions. Absolutely. We, we had a student, uh, this was, you know, pretty early on in the business that, you know, it doesn't matter if he's heard it for the thousandth time, the very next, you know, word out of his mouth, very next question out of his mouth was why. why? And at first that really frustrated us. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like it was frustrating. It was like, man, I don't want to work with this dude. Cause every, we're going to spend 30 minutes talking about the whys. We're like, we're not going to talk about, but man, do I value that today? Yeah. Big time. It, I mean, it, it gave us a, a, a hundred different ways of saying one thing, you know, it, right. it, it helped us, you know, better explain what right. we're trying to get across. Well, there. it also helped like reinforce, you know, well, this is what I believe and this is why I believe. And I'm like, I'm yeah. able to dictate that more clearly that, yeah. you know, if I didn't have those why questions, I wouldn't. So the yeah. you know, same thing. I know I've said it before, you know, I really enjoy, it. I love being that forever student. I love asking why I love hearing the thousandth and one way of saying the same thing over and over again. But yeah, I digress. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, Tim. Continue. That's all right. No, the, the, the last one is just follow instruction. Try right. not to get ahead of us. You know, try not to get behind us. Um, you, you'll you'll do just fine if if you can do that. Just just be teachable. Right. Um, I th- I think uh, the, the one thing that I, I should probably start adding, and and I took this from our good friend Zach. Um, he says he expects you to have fun because he doesn't yeah, think the learning process doesn't think the learning process is actually uh, complete without you actually having fun. So I agree with that. The, when, when we get out there, you'll see it, it is a very fun environment. Um, it's, very, it is a relaxing environment. environment. Yeah. And, and, you know, most, most folks that come to us, they often like to uh, uh, compare it to that of like a therapy session. Okay. Like there's always this joke mm-hmm. about range therapy, you know, um, uh, but it's it actually we've seen that come to life out there where, where people just feel at ease yeah. and, you know, they can they can be themselves. If they need to air something out, they can air it out. You know, uh, being able to build that relationship with a, a uh, individual trainer, it kind of makes the learning process so much easier. And, you know, yeah, you can laugh and joke around and still be serious at the same time. Yeah. So. And you'd be surprised at the amount of people that, you know, come out and train with us that, um you know, talk about like the range therapy mm. that will come out, show up, right? They'll, they'll pay for their session, whatever it may be. And then we don't fire a single shot, yeah. right? We just talk and we hang out and we're, yeah. we're, you know, communicating and they're learning and they're bouncing mm-hmm. things off of us and, you know, back and forth. Um, it's, it's really unique. Like it's really yeah. something special. Um, like I said, it's, it's, I can definitely relate to that, the whole therapy thing. Uh, the, um, the, you know, the ability to be able to get together and they're, to get out, right? Get out of the house, get out of your normal routine and to practice something and to do something that you really are passionate about or something that you think that will, you know, help your family. That that that's something that's really interesting. Uh, we got a break coming up. Right after the break, Miss Demi is gonna join us. We're gonna talk about our coffee of the month. And we will be right back. And we are back. And I have 
Frank and Demi here. Welcome back to The Rack Show. We are going to talk about our competency of the month. Frank, what's our competency of the month? Our competency of the month is uh, handling third-party encounters. Um, are we going to get, do you get involved in third-party encounters? Um, is it something, is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Doesn't matter? I don't know. What are the different considerations, that type of thing? So our competency of the month started out as an in-house, like, cadre development type thing so that we have, uh, you know, quite a few other instructors and and apprentices uh, that that participate in, in a lot of our training at Apache. And uh, we, we wanted to try to challenge them with some, you know, just different topics that, that they really need to be considering as, as trainers. And we thought it would be a great idea to share this on the show and, and talk with some of our guests about it and use it as, as, a, um, you know, as a way to try to help, you know, educate, educate the public about some of these different considerations that really aren't often talked about, right? Uh, and for, for the majority of the community, you know, um, Self-defense means you go to a karate class uh, and you take a concealed carry class. Ominous Dominus, you're a gunslinger. Um, And that's that's really not how this works. So third-party altercations, what we're talking about with that is you intervening in somebody else's problem, right? Mm -hmm. So have you you ever given that any thought, like getting involved in somebody else's fight? Um. Yeah, it's not usually my go-to. <laughs> um, I will say we've had one situation in our neighborhood where someone was robbing or breaking into a car, yeah. and Justin was very quick to get involved in their situation, and I was very quick to say, no, don't. Hmm. Call the police. Have them help. Um, is that kind of what you're... Yeah, do yeah. me a favor. Read the the, the book titled uh, The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. Okay. And make Justin <laughs> read it, too, because uh, he'll start to want to uh, listen to your gut a little bit more okay. often. Right. What you did was probably the, the, the He's right got a thing, ring video. Of it, right? He's got a ring video if you ever want to see it. So, so I, I'm not going to throw you to the wolves and, and, and put, insert you in a whole bunch of scenarios without at least offering you a little bit of education in it. Uh, I want you to think for a moment um, what, your really, what your mission is. All right? And, and this, could get, this could get pretty deep. You think about what is it that the... What's the reason why you're considering uh, taking your uh, self-defense in your own hands, right? At the end of the day, what's your, what is your end goal? No matter the altercation, no matter the circumstance, what is your mission? You want me to answer that? Yeah, sure. Um, my mission is to keep myself and my loved ones and the people around me safe. Okay. Um, and out of harm's way, I guess is. Okay. Yeah. All right. In all, in all situations, at home, at school. All right. Yeah. The the next one is at what expense? Hmm. Like, what are you willing to? We'll start with that. What are you willing to I sacrifice mean, to make that if happen? If it's to keep my baby safe, everything. Yeah. If it's if it's to try to keep, like the car thing, you know, it's not worth. It's not right. It's not worth me hurting myself or. Sure. Um. So yeah, I guess it just depends on the situation. Right. A lot of times, especially when we talked about this on the last show, uh, a lot of times with the third-party altercations, people t- tend to get emotionally attached to certain things, right. right? So they see something happening with a you know a, a woman being beaten and battered or something like that, and that happens right out in front of them, and they say, "It's it, I got to get involved. I got to right. jump in on this." Macho, it's gold yeah, time. Yeah, man. Um, I, I can't, I can't allow this to, you know, to unfold in front of me. And, and you know, it turns out that it, it, 
you end up losing. And, and just because you intervene, maybe you did save that person, right? And maybe you give them an opportunity to run away and go get help. But in the meantime, you were either badly injured, like seriously injured, or, uh, or killed in the process. At the end of the day, you didn't meet your end goal. So we have to start asking ourselves, you know, before we enter into anybody else's altercation, what skills do I have, right? Um, do I have the tools to utilize those skills effectively? And if so, uh, what, you know, what are my ch- chances to, of, of meeting my mission if I do get involved? And that's a really hard thing to do right there then and in the moment. Yeah. Is to is just to ask yourself all of those questions and and get involved. And we're not even talking about the legal aspect of that, right? right? right. So I mean, so that's a whole another can of worms. You know, no. we're talking about you know third party encounters. So let's say that you do intervene. Let's just say that you do decide to you know get involved in this conflict that's un, you know unraveling out in front of you. And let's just say hypothetically it goes to deadly force. Do you know the the entire story? You know, from beginning to end, you know, both parties are involved, you know, everything that happened, um, you know, you know, you know, the backstory, you know, there's, you know, neighbors feuding, what, I mean, whatever it is, um, you know, the, the, you know, the, the staying out of the, the legal system, right? Staying out of, you know, staying out of harm's way, staying out of making sure that, you know, you're able to complete that mission. Again, that, that, that falls back on that side too. So, I mean, it's going to be really hard to care for your family if you're in jail. Right. I mean, there's, there's just, there's so many other things to consider um, just above and beyond, you know, you yourself and, and your own means. I mean, there's, there's a, there's a lot of gray that's out there. Right. Yeah. I mean, one of the, just one of the hard thing, the hardest conversations you ever have to have with somebody is, is kind of waking them up to the reality of this could happen to you, right? right? This could happen to you when you have your kids around you, right? These, these types of things happen Every single day, all across you know, all across the world, evil exists everywhere we go. For sure. There's no, there's really no, there's no way to tell if that's going to happen in front of you or uh, or not. Uh, and I feel like it's better to be prepared for that just in case. You know, um, one of the uh, more recent stories uh, that that often comes to mind uh, is that uh, that stabbing that happened in a children's park. Right. Right. And, and I, for Frank and I, you know, this is something that we, you know, we have to research, right? We have to look into that and, and, and extrapolate all of the, the details of it so that we can better prepare people like you and, and other responsibly uh, armed citizens to, you know, keep themselves from, from having to deal with it in the same manner that somebody else did. And one of the things that really stood out to me in, in, in that video, and I, it was really hard for me to stomach, right. um, was the constant no. And like they're just saying, no, stop, no, stop. And this goes back to what we were talking earlier uh, during break about our kids, you know. Yeah. Like I would tell Kipley, stop, put that down. No, don't open that drawer. Stop pulling on the dog's <laughs> tail. Don't do that. No, stop. I was constantly telling him, and he doesn't listen. Right. right, he's three years old. It's it's hard to get him to you know just stop immediately when right. when I say stop, right? And and you you gotta kind of wonder what's going through that person's mind when all they had as a weapon, all the skill that they had was no, stop, don't do that, right? Had they had at, at the very least 
a, a can of, of pepper spray or something, something, some sort of thing, anything, right? Right, and the willingness to use it violently, then maybe, maybe they could have saw, they could have stopped it. Right. That's that's the kind of shoes I, I want you to put yourself in. I, w- I want you to think about if you were in that park and that was happening in front of you. What skills do you have? What tools do you have to deal with something like that? How how would you get around something along those lines? You know, and, and if we're not asking ourselves that those questions, then we're not being honest with ourselves, right? And and we have to, you know, we have to be honest and say, look, I don't, I don't have the skills to deal with that. Yeah, as responsible citizens, I mean, that's something that we have to constantly do. Like we have to constantly say, hey, look, you know, this, uh, there is a non-zero chance that this is going to happen, right? So there's, there's, even if it's a percentage, you know, a 0.000001% chance that something's going to happen, I, I don't want to leave that up to chance, right? right? I right. want to be, I don't want to be a victim. I refuse to be a victim. Right. I want to have whatever the, the tool, skill set, you know, knowledge, and I want to be able to share that with others. You know, there's been, um, you know, we teach concealed care classes, one of the many things that we teach. But um, in those classes, you know, we talk with others and you'd, you know, many would be surprised at the amount of uh, nativity you know, yeah. that, that comes from that. They think that, you know, having a firearm, having, you know, some sort of gun is like a talisman that, right. you know, just wards off evil. That's that's the part thing from the truth. Right. right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's so much more than that, you know, in say North Carolina, that's just a permit to carry that just says, okay, government, you know, I've done, I've checked off my boxes, this, you know, now I can carry, but that leaves nothing more for the individual. Um, there, there's no other requirements for the individual to, you know, per, you know, pursue other training, pursue other things. Um, you know, um, the, the, the biggest things that we've heard, um, especially, you know, after self-defense isn't, or the biggest things that we've researched. After self-defense, self-defense incident is uh, a victim saying, I can't believe this is happening to me or why is this happening to me, right? right? So, you know, that's that disbelief, that, that inability to rationalize, you know, the evil that's happening to you right. or that, that evil event that's occurring in front of you. Um, and because of that, right? So because of that, you know, a little bit of negativity, like not thinking yeah. through this stuff, um, it's a shock. Right? How are you going to deal with that right then and there? That's where you get emotions wrapped up, and you know we we don't want to drag it down, right? We don't want to. It's no. it's not all gloom and doom. There's no, there's... but situational awareness, and that's exactly yeah. what yeah. I'm talking. Because so you you guys keep saying responsibly armed citizen. As a mom, I'm usually unarmed. Right. What do I do in that situation besides leave, call police, hope somebody comes to help? Right. Unless it's me that's being attacked, and even in that case, I'm unarmed typically. Well, what do I do? We Some, are excited. Yeah, and, yeah. I, <laughs> really sometimes, sometimes to answer your question, sometimes that is your only option. If right. you don't possess the skill sets and you don't have the tools, and you know you have to weigh those out. Sometimes that is your only option. I mean, I've got my water bottle even right so, now. What do I have? <laughs> bef- be- before we, we cut off the show, I want to make sure I leave you with some homework. Okay? okay. And we can get back to talking, but I want to make sure that you get this. So your homework assignment is. I want you to think about your local grocery store, your local, your, your everyday routine, okay. right? wherever it is you like to go run or, you know, wherever it is you like to go shop, right? I want you to think about it. If I have my kids with me or if I don't, if this happened, insert, insert bad, you know, bad, bad thing here, bad thing happening to someone else, not your monkey, not your circus, right? Do I get involved? 
could I get involved? Had I had the right tools, the right skill sets, and that sort of thing? What should I do? Right. So that's going to be that's going to be your homework before your your first session. That's broad. That's right. You're not even going to give me a like surprise situation. Got to make you think. Got to make you yeah. think. <laughs> we'll we'll right. get you some. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Responsible Conversation Show with our lovely guest, Miss Demi. Demi, thanks for coming yeah, out. Thanks, you will be guys. on the show again during your journey. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.